You're listening to Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. I'm Celeste A. Frazier, your hostess. I'm an ordained New Thought minister who embraces all faiths. I've pastored a few spiritual communities, written a few books, performed in various media. I write, produce, and perform. I am a visioning facilitator, a diversity, equity, and inclusion facilitator. And with Mystic Magic, we explore amazing guests to find out what the divine reveals through us and how we may benefit from this magnificence. Stay tuned. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. I was browsing through the book, The Essene Jesus, the other day. In that book, among other wonderful things, is a breakdown of the Our Father prayer. And I decided to focus on the part that says, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Thine means thee, and thee includes me and you. Now, although Yeshua was praying this prayer to God, I noticed that what makes up the kingdom is the higher forces, the spiritual world, the material world, the cosmic oceans of life and thought. It's humankind, life, cosmos, creator, all of it. I don't know about you, but I don't think I ever thought of myself as part of the kingdom. The kingdom was always something to aspire to have or something to aspire to experience. But in order to experience the kingdom, I need to acknowledge myself as part of that kingdom. I make up an aspect of the area of the kingdom. So if I'm seeking to be somewhere I already am, I need to take inventory of the area that I am in and the area that I consist of. I'm not merely a composite of auditory, cardiovascular, digestive, musculoskeletal, nervous, respiratory, and urogenital systems. Even if I were, each of those seven systems contain the life energy created in the beginning. Thine is the power. The power is mine, is what it's saying. Thine means I possess this. Jesus the Christ wasn't just referring to the followers who were with him at the time. He was referring to all of humankind. Of course the power is mine. Because the power of God exists in every single nucleus of every one of the trillions of cells that are within you. That means I have an awesome amount of power and the glory. Well, do I need to be bashful or humble? Really? Glory means delightful, wonderful. Certainly I'm delightful and wonderful. Not simply because I say so, but because of the stuff of which I am made. I am 
full of glory. I'm able to receive great praise. I'm able to receive great honor, great distinction. That does not mean I am the only one honorable or worthy to be praised, but I am not excluded either. I am able to be the source of honor and the source of admiration. And guess what? I get to remind you that you are as well. Without minifying the fact, the truth, that I am too. I have resplendent beauty. I have resplendent magnificence. I am in a state of great splendor. That means my brilliance is obvious. My excellence is apparent. I am in a state of prosperity. Yes, prosperity means money, but it means everything. It especially means substance. I am in a state of absolute happiness. I am a miracle, a marvel, a phenomenon. I'm awesome. I am gratified. I get to celebrate my own glory. And so do you. I am a dimension of the cosmos. I am an expression of the creator. I live in the kingdom. But more importantly, the kingdom lives in me. The power of the Father, Mother, God is my power to use, to embody, to explore, to express, to accept. And that's the key right there. Are we willing to accept the power that is ours? Perhaps it is the story of Adam and Eve that caused us to think of ourselves as simply physical beings. The story is that they lived in paradise, not that they were paradise. What changed? What changed from this bliss of living in paradise? They became aware of limitations. Now remember, all of this is taking place in consciousness. They became aware of limitations. And once humans bought into limitations, the kingdom appeared to be outer. But if the powers are maintaining, then spiritual powers, natural forces, wisdom, love, and life are in me. Yes. In unity, we talk about the 12 powers, but do we really claim them as ours or do we just say that they are ours? Even though we were born amid animal forces, that does not mean that we are purely or simply animal. We are much more than that, but it appears that we are more attached to our anima aspect than we are to our spiritual dimension, but we are that spiritual dimension too. This whole idea of proprietary, you know, like what is registered in our name or what is copyrighted by us or how we are protecting our private possessions, how we are uh, guarding our territory, not only keeps us apart but it creates an illusion. 
of separation. I said illusion. Okay, it creates mine and yours and hers and his. And even ours seems to come from one of us giving the other permission, either by marriage, by purchase, or by gifting. I say it's all yours. Now, before you go grabbing your neighbor's purse or car or house even, let me just say that we live in a system that appears to be confining us, is what I mean. So we don't have to be confined mentally. We don't have to be confined emotionally or spiritually. And we don't need a group of politicians threatening us with what will be taken away. Whatever was created for the greater good was not created by man anyway. It may have been that some things were created through man, but it is the spirit informing each of its creations what needs to be manifest by means of us. So please do not assume defeat. Expect victory. It's already yours. Expecting victory is what winners do. Because what I have realized in a very transitory moment is that assuming defeat comes after an accumulation of losses. It's it's what I have assessed according to my life experience. But it's not a matter of odds when it comes to you or me. We are spiritual beings. You are an expression of the divine. I am an expression of the divine. You have within you the molecules of majestic magic. The presence of spirit lives, moves, and has its beingness in you. But I understand. I understand the disappointments that can compile and convince you into thinking that you can expect more of the same disappointments. But every moment of our lives is not one of defeat. Disappointment comes to us to give us an opportunity to grow, to be more, to learn tenacity, to overcome the difficulties, to gain new perspectives. This is what I know through my life experiences, through my many disappointments. We are building our muscles. We mustn't let our spiritual muscles be atrophied. We must know that there's always a possibility for something more. Or else we would stop trying. And maybe you have stopped trying. You know, I imagine that the former president refused to concede the election knowing that he didn't want to categorize himself as he had categorized so many others as losers. The point is, sometimes we do lose, to use that term, but it doesn't mean that we will lose every time. That's important to know. That's important to remember. 
just at the moment when we give up and assume that we will lose, we have put ourselves further behind. Olympians finish. Champions finish. Even if you end up in sixth place, you finish. But if you find yourself falling back to sixth place and you keep going and work yourself up to third place, you get a medal. That's just in the Olympics. But doing your best, well, that's why we were made. God needed us to to shine his light, right? We were made in the image of our creator and the creator has not stopped creating. I'm still breathing and I get to be a co-creator. You're still breathing and you get to be a co-creator. You know, during the history of mankind, there have been many religions. However, the laws of life in the universe are the same today as they were 2,000 or 8,000 years ago or a million years ago. As individualized expressions of the creator, we are creative beings. Because our minds are one with the mind of Elohim. We never stop creating unless we refuse to create. I like to call God Elohim, by the way. It just makes more sense in terms of the language when the written word began. It is natural for us to create. Remember, between the death of one civilization and the birth of another, a spiritual genius appears, right? That's how we got all these different religions. That means someone was saying yes to something more. We each, all of us, have this beautiful intuition. Jesus exemplified it in his life. Jesus, Yeshua. All of the spiritual teachers did. Yeshua or Jesus told his followers, greater things than these shall ye do. Let's start with that. If I were to imagine any one of the great things that I am impressed by, I can catapult my awareness into using that or something else to create something at least as magnificent as what I am perceiving. Simply noticing the magnificence is a starting point for a greater manifestation of what already is. West Side Story came after Romeo and Juliet. What will be the next great seemingly doomed love story where the lovers somehow triumph? Death itself has an impact on the survivors. Who found them created the story? Who saw them had it in their awareness for a reason? It had an impact. Will the next generation of star-crossed lovers be fictional? Or can it actually happen in your life? 
either and both are inevitable to occur. If one has a desire to have a great love and the spark of romance hit your heart, are you willing to follow it? Or do you squash it by cynically assuming that you will not possess it? What if you knew it is already yours? What if you knew you could not fail? What if you knew it is already yours? Wow. <laughs> I forgot I'm a powerful creator. I, for, I forgot that Jesus the Christ knew my potential before I even read the words. I forgot that the seed of possibility lies within me. It's mine to accept. It's yours to accept as well. Go get it. Or simply allow it to be. Once you discover your joy, don't let it go. It's yours. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in today. Be sure to check out our show notes for more information about today's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and all of your favorite podcast venues. This is Mystic Magic, exploring our spirit to understand our lives. <laughs>